The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Deep Soul Dialogue with Nellie Loth. Discover the truth of who you really are. Hi, I call you friend, and I welcome you to the Deep Soul Dialogue. Hello, my friend. Deep Soul Dialogue is a new podcast here at the Superpower Network. You're listening to the superpower of the soul channel, the superpowers of the soul. And my name is Nellie. I am Nellie, and I'm the host of this podcast. And I am so excited to invite you to take a fabulous journey with me. I invite you to take a journey to the soul. I invite you to take a journey within yourself. This is Deep Soul Dialogue. It's a way in which you listen to the voice within you in order to quiet all the noise of your life and the world. I've been a spiritual practitioner for 50 years. I have been seeking what we call truth through many different paths and fantastic teachers. And so this podcast is really an expression of my interior life and my experiences and insights, not from the view of an enlightened master, but from a fellow sister pilgrim. Yeah, that's the way I like to look at it. Your life is a pilgrimage. And on this podcast, we're going together take a pilgrimage. And each episode, we may stop and consider different paths, teachings, experiences, and insights in the context of love, compassion, and wisdom. The real intention here is to discover the truth of who you really are. And that means to help remind you of who you really are. It is soulful. You may use a different word than soul. It doesn't matter. The soul for me is the way in which I interface this individual self with a far greater reality. Or the capital S self. It's the way I interface between my day-to-day life and the great, vast, expanse of love and compassion. How do I interface all that? How can I be in the world and not of it? How can I be in the midst of this challenge, this diagnosis, this suffering, this grief, and still have hope? How am I able to be in the world and not of it? I think all spiritual paths teach us that. And what I found in my own incredible seeking is the universal nature of all these different paths, and it gives me great peace. I can look out and see a world with so many differences and find what connects us, what joins us. 
and that leads to deep peace. This is a podcast in which I'm being allowed to share my struggles and the ways I untied the knots of self-doubt and came to a great understanding for myself of contentment. I'm not a person who owns a lot of things. I don't have a lot of what people call success based on the world standards, but I found the one thing I sought, the peace that passes understanding. I found this pearl of great price. And frankly, if I can do it, anybody can. I hope you can hear what a grin I have on my face, this great grin, this smile. These are really challenging times. Probably no worse than they've ever been. Humans have always had a lot of challenges. But you do have, through all these devices, a way to access either constant suffering to be bombarded by violence, or to put all the devices aside, put all the devices away in the drawer, turn them off, except the one you're listening to, (laughs) and choose what is it you want to really hear now? What do you really want to hear? You see, you're not happy if you're not loving. You are not happy if you don't have vast compassion because that is natural to you. A vast, limitless capacity to bring compassion to others. That's natural to you. But when we get lost in our lives, in our day-to-day responsibilities and duties and roles, we can get a sense of feeling overwhelmed, confined, and sometimes hopeless. Or sometimes we're plagued by doubt. And we see all that's going on in the world and say, wow, what is this all about? I can only share you my own experience, but I am happy to do so because I am deeply grateful to have found a deep sense of quiet. Even though when I go out in the world, you would think I was the most extroverted person you ever met. I have an incredible balance of an inner solitude, living as I do with lots of time to read, to meditate, to contemplate, and I'd love to share with you the ways that helped me listen and find within me a voice that could tune out the noise and the chaos, the voice of what I call the soul, this still small voice. Let's take a few moments. We'll take a break here and just take a breath and realign yourself to being open and receptive. This is Deep Soul Dialogue at the Superpower Network. Thank you so much for joining us. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today.
Welcome back. Again, I'm Nelly. This podcast is Deep Soul Dialogue, and I am gratefully the host, and I welcome you back to the Superpower Experts and the Superpowers of the Soul Channel. We're going to embark on a pilgrimage together. One of the very first things I do feel it is important to stress on the spiritual journey is this. Are you ready for it? Lighten up. <laughs> Lighten up. What does enlightenment mean? It's lighten up. You need to find a way to not take yourself so seriously. Now, I'm an expert on this because I have definitely, as a seeker who has visited many different centers, shrines, temples, churches, cathedrals, throughout my life, I sought the truth with a tremendous effort. And often it was as if I were seeking the truth with a vengeance. You know, I was trying so hard to overcome suffering. It was as if I was gritting my teeth. And I forgive myself for all that. I've understood it, but I want to make it clear at the very beginning of our journey we need to lighten up. We need to stop taking everything so seriously that someone can cross their eyes or roll their eyes at us and we're getting, quote, triggered. <laughs> you want to find a way not to derisively, cruelly laugh at the situation. You don't want to look at someone else making fun of them, judge them. This is the laughter of going, oh, my gosh. I'm such a fool. I got triggered again. I got pulled into this habit. You want to be able to have a gentle, gentle laughter. You want to lighten up. How do I get over myself? Now, that's, that's really the spiritual practice. Get over who you think you are. And you're going to find out who you think you are based on how you respond to other people's reactions to you. You know what I mean. You want them to like you, to see you successful. You want to be perceived in a certain way by other people, for example. And when they don't meet our needs, we don't even know often how we're responding, which is really a reaction. Get over yourself. Lighten up is to me the Gibbs slap. I love that. I used to watch a lot of NCIS, and you remember when Gibbs, played by Mark Harmon, would go up to Donozo and smack him on the side of the head, the Gibbs slap. In many ways, spiritual practice is the Gibbs slap. It's that wake up. It's a snapping of the fingers where all of a sudden you go, oh, man. I don't want to be so sensitive. I don't want to be so defensive. I don't want to be so small or little. There's got to be another way. We want to start with lightening up. You want to start by fake it till you make it. That means put a smile on. Put a smile on even if you're feeling miserable. You want to start with a sense of humor. You need to build into your life 
a space for joy. You see, ultimately, an enlightened mind is a mind that is deeply contented, happy, and joyful. And by now, if you're listening to this podcast, you may be aware nothing in the world can bring you complete joy, peace, or contentment because everything in the world is temporary, impermanent, changing. It could be that you've been blessed with people who love you so much that they have helped you love yourself. And whether these individuals remain physically present to us or not, the love that they gave us is with us. This is the beginning of that deeper understanding that the peace that you're seeking, the love that makes you whole, you already have, and a smile, a sense that even in the midst of my life, I can lighten up and in all the challenges of the world means I need to create a space for it. I have tried very hard for a long time to encourage my students, my clients, my friends, learn how to rest. Rest in peace does not mean death. It doesn't mean I finish the day, I crash on the couch, and I can't move. It means I just sit back. I take the time to discover I'm in reaction, I'm stressed, and I want to feel happy. I want to lighten up. I need to unburden myself. Lighten up. I'm taking myself so seriously, and I'm really upset that so-and-so said such-and-such to me. Lighten up. It's almost as if I can feel the weight of constantly working so hard, or what we call efforting. Spiritual practice is really interesting. The effort is to stop efforting. The efforting is bringing the mind back into the heart where it is at home, and that is joy. Most of what we do in our outer life is a lot of efforting, working hard to overcome the limiting and limited idea of who I think I am. So I'm smiling. Lightening up is just smiling. It's the gib slap where you you sort of take your hand on your forehead and say, I don't want it to be so hard anymore. You don't have to know how things will change in your outer life. It's an interior process to change the mind. And you already know that. My gosh, it's been said a thousand times, a hundred thousand times. We're just together making a decision to take a journey in which we leave the light on for others by finding that light in ourselves. What does that mean? (laughs) We hear it so often. What does it mean to find the light within you? Every tradition I studied speaks 
about the interior light. Maybe it's known as luminosity, like you walk into a room and it's dark. And it's frightening. You don't know where objects are, furniture. Maybe you see something in the corner and it looks like a snake coiled up. And you turn the switch on and you see that snake is just a rope, an extension cord. And you can find your way through the darkness. This inner light is present to each and every person. You may call it the light of God. It could be seen as Buddha nature, compassion. But when you turn inward, and when you find yourself sitting and smiling and you feel the tension drop away, you have access to what you already know. You are a being of light. And the light, when you flip it on inside yourself, it's as if you put the porch light on for someone else in this exile. Because certainly by now you can see the stories, the circumstances may look different, specifically form by form, but it's the same constant story that people feel lost angry, attacking each other, and there's a darkness to that, that sense of exile. But here on this podcast, we're going to go back and flip the light on and go, Whoo! wow, I'm so glad to wake up from that nightmare. And we put the porch light on for someone else to find their way back to where, to where you are. This is what my podcast is all about. It's going to be the porch light I want to leave on for you. You can hear the same podcast over and over and the podcasts to come. They're the porch light being left on, not by Nellie, but by this love and compassion beyond words. It's beyond any organized path. But yet it is the light that shines through every organized religion, practice, teaching. It's the light that shines through the indigenous peoples and the elders. It's the same light. Whew. And when we come back to that light, we lighten up. We start laughing at ourselves. And we need that because in the moment I lighten up, I open myself and I become receptive. This is really important. Am I open? Am I really receptive to learning something new? Am I really open and receptive? No matter where I am in terms of my age, my job, my role, am I open and receptive to something new? That's what rebirth means. Enlightenment is simply waking up out of a nightmare. And let me go in another direction as well to help us. How do you define who I really am? 
In many traditions, it's been said, and you've heard this as well, I am that I am. I am that I am, not new, ageless wisdom, I am that I am. And maybe you feel the separate self and you might say, I am white or black. I am Asian, Hispanic, indigenous. I am gay. I am straight. I'm Christian. I'm Jewish. I am Muslim. I am. And you have all these demographics. I'm wealthy, poor, rich, successful. I am a total failure. I am healthy. I'm diagnosed with cancer. And all these words that we put in the line after I am. That's what we erase. I am that I am. And I bring the I am back. It's like erasing the demographics. I am the top 1%. I'm in the bottom. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. I'm a vaxxer. I'm an anti-vaxxer. Just come back to I am that I am. It's as if the mind goes out and wants to point at other people, places, and situation be identified with it, and you bring it back. You see? I am that I am. Just feel it. It creates this infinite loop of light. Now, this is very difficult. We're not going to master that in this first podcast. But podcast after podcast, we're going to approximate. What does that mean? I am that I am. It means that ultimately everything I think and see outside of me, I experience inside of me. Because there's really no out and in. There's no other. It's all part of this one incredible truth beyond religion, words, and description. Beyond form. And yet you know it. You recognize it. Now that will lighten you up. I am that I am. Can be a description of what people call God. The ultimate truth will be beyond. You call it God. She calls it Buddha nature. Wherever I've sat in temples, doing universal dances of peace with Sufis in the sweat lodge of the Lakota, doing communion at mass, chanting in Advaita non-duality of the Hindu tradition. In the Buddhist monastery I lived in was this common truth. Enlightenment is accessible to all beings. It is a path of freedom and joy. And I want to take a journey with you and share my experiences with the truth. And if nothing else, you should know that if I can do it, anyone can. I want to repeat that. It doesn't matter your socioeconomic status. I am that I am. Get beyond it. Don't take it all so seriously. Any experience or history, the IRS, your tax form, is going to require that you fill in all your demographics. 
spiritual practice requires you erase it and just become I am. And what happens is you open to this vast experience, like a limitless compassion. I am that. That person is me. I am that experience. And it doesn't limit you. It opens you. We want to lighten up. That might mean go to YouTube. I tell people over and over and watch bloopers of movies. Watch something with good humor, not humor that is cruel or unkind. Literally take breaks, put everything aside, put your phone off, take a walk. Find ways to relax because that opens you to just lighten up. And when you feel yourself getting pulled into the drama and the story, you can say, oh, I'm getting caught again. But have compassion. Embrace yourself. If you're sad, you're only sad now. You won't always be sad. If you're grieving, it won't last forever. I know. But this joy, this true enlightenment, it is forever. The grief, happy that you got the job, happy you left the job, these are all temporary. But we're going to take a journey to find those unchanging truths that are in us as us. That's the I am that I am. It is in me as me. So, you know, I even tell people sometimes, if you have to take both hands and put them on your shoulders or arms and embrace yourself, this is a great beginning. Or you take both hands and you put them in a prayerful pose at your heart. We call this namaskar, namaste. It means I honor the sacred within you. Just do that for yourself. Until I meet you again, as we begin to meet time after time on our journey and pilgrimage, until I see you again on this podcast, lighten up. If you're going to make fun of anyone, make fun of your own stories. I'm going to share some of my most embarrassing, humiliating experiences, because that's when something cracked open and I stopped taking myself so seriously. I often look extremely foolish. That can be a very good thing. Oh my gosh, I go out and sometimes I watch myself later after I've been in a crowd with other people and I go, I roll my eyes at myself. I just can't believe I said this or that. And I let it go. We want to leave the light on. Deep soul dialogue is going to leave the light on for you to come back. There are so many human beings that feel so lost and in the dark. And together, as we flip the switch within us, we're going to lead the light on for all others. The next time we meet, we're going to look at a very powerful expression, compassion or love without exception. And that's just the second stage on this journey we're taking. Love without exception. So we're going to come to a closing of this first real inauguration of the podcast. I was so happy to introduce Tonya, who founded this network in the first podcast interview. And from now on, 
throughout this podcast, Deep Soul Dialogue, I have the privilege and I'm honored to share my experiences so that you yourself learn how to create the inner dialogue with your own self. Whatever you need, you can hear it. In the coming podcast, we're going to look at teachers. When the student is ready, the master appears. That's really important. We're going to look at the superpowers of humility and gratitude. Then we're going to get more specific to different teachings of different traditions to find the universal loving extension of compassion for all beings that you can have, which of course is the most selfish thing because then you feel compassion for you. Yes, I agree that these times are incredibly challenging. And as you can see, it's not going to get easier anytime soon. But we can make it easier by bringing the light to these darkened times, by being the light. So as I come to closing, I want to thank you. When we say lighten up, Think about this. It's not personal. Other people are making everything personal, but you and I can stop doing that. People are doing the best they can. We can do better because we are sitting here contemplating, how can I be happier, more at peace? What we call better is simply meaning I don't need to get triggered or react. I can learn a way to be so loving and light that I can bring it to the very people who seem to challenge me the most. This is what we're going to explore. Don't take anything or everything personally. And when you do, laugh. Oh gosh, there I go. Because you're greater than that. So Deep Soul Dialogue and I as The host of this podcast is going to be a sanctuary, a temple. It's going to be a circle where we meet, a lodge, and where we restore ourselves and recommit ourselves to what we call this path of enlightenment. May you go into your day, your night, this week, and into your life knowing you have this light. May you be unburdened. I thank you on behalf of this network, the Superpower Network, and Superpowers of the Soul Channel. My name is Nellie Loth. Thank you so much for bringing your beautiful, enlightened self. See you next time. Until then, namaste. I honor the sacred within you. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.